Hey, no competition. Mm -mm. Hey, no competition. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Big T, a.k.a. Terrence Tennant, founder and creator of The Brand, No Competitions, No Competitors, and you are now tuned into the No Comp Podcast, Sports and Health, Wellness, Health, Wellness, and Sports. I always say it doesn't matter whichever one you choose to come first, but tonight we're going to be, you know what I'm saying, focusing a lot on sports tonight. This Definitely going to be focused on some NFL. Of course, you know, we got week two down. Got week two down. You know what I'm saying? Week two starting to really, you know what I'm saying, give us an insight of what somebody, gonna, what some be, people going to be looking like, what some teams, mm, not which teams going to be do, looking successful, which teams will not be. You know what I'm saying? Of course, we got the Super Bowl Buccaneers still rolling. You know what I'm saying? Did have a lit close game with the Falcons, though. I'm going to speak a little bit on that. But like I say, tonight we're going to be talking about the NFL mostly. Uh, I am going to give a little highlight, you know what I'm saying, on some college football real fast before I jump into everything. So let me go ahead and get started with that a little bit. Uh, just so far as, you know what I'm saying, college football, let me start off giving, the, you know what I'm saying, insight, the highlight on my HBCUs. Like I say, anytime I talk about college football, you know, now I'm going to try to try to shine a little light on my HBCUs. So I'm going to go through the rankings right now. Of course, yeah, HBCUs do their rankings also. Uh, and for them, it'll be the road to Atlanta. That's where they play their bowl game, their big bowl game that they have, where the best of the best, you know what I'm saying, play just so far as the HBCUs. And, you know what I'm saying, I'm glad. You know what I'm saying? We get an opportunity, you know what I'm saying, for them to have their season amongst the throughout the rest of the season because, you know, last year messed everybody up. So that was the big excuse they tried to use, you know what I'm saying, just so far as not drafting any HBCU players in the previous draft. So that was the excuse they had. But now they're getting this exposure and they're getting the light, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to try to do my best also to shine some light on these teams. So I'm going to go through the rankings, you know what I'm saying, they do the top 21. So... At number one, you got Alabama A and M at two and zero. You got Jackson State at number two, two and one. North Carolina Central uh two and one right now. Uh, you got North Carolina A and T at number four, at zero and two. South Carolina State at number five at zero and three. Uh, Florida A and M at number six, one and two. Alcorn State at number seven, one and two. You got number eight, Arkansas Arkansas Pine Bluff. At one and one, you got number nine Prairie View A and M at two and one. Number ten Bethune Cookman at zero and three. Number eleven Norfolk State at one and two. You got number twelve Delaware State at one and two. Number thirteen Grambling State at one and two. Uh, number fourteen Hampton uh, two and one. Fifteen Southern at one and two. Number sixteen Tennessee State at one and two. You got number 17, Alabama State, at 1-1. One one. Number 18, Texas Southern, at 0-2. Howard, uh, at 0-3. At number 19, you got number 20, Morgan State, at 0-3. Number 21, finally, you got Mississippi Valley, at 0-2. So, you know what I'm saying, just to give a, a insight of what the top 21 looking like just so far as the HBCU rankings. Like I said, I'm trying to give those guys a little shine. You know what I'm saying? They deserve it too. So my boys out there in HBCU doing their things. Uh, so, you know, we got a lot of great players out there. I advise people to check them out so that way, you know what I'm saying, we can get those guys some insights, get them guys some light, just like the ladies. Of course, I'm going to do some shows for the ladies also for my females so, so far as my women's sports. Uh, make sure I'm keeping you know what I'm saying, my head up with that, stuff like that. I do be posting stuff daily, you know what I'm saying, 
each and every day just so far as on my social media pages i definitely shine lights on my uh women's sports and stuff like that so if you don't follow me on social medias and stuff like that on my facebook or my instagram do so because i'm always commenting on different types of sports and stuff like that so always i'm always always you know what i'm saying making sure i keep my you know what i'm saying my people just so far as my ladies and my HBCUs trying to keep the light on them so that way they can get their light. Uh, I'm going to try to run through the top 25 AP, you know what I'm saying, just so far as the Power 5 teams and maybe well, it's majority Power 5, except you got a few in there that's not Power 5, Coast Carolina. But, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to go through the top 25 just so far as them just real briefly before I get into these scores and opinions and comments and stuff like that with these NFL teams. You know what I'm saying, I love my college sports, so I got to shine some light on those. I'm definitely going to be doing an episode Friday on college football, you know what I'm saying, we in week four, so a lot of games to look out for. I'm going to definitely try to go over that on, on Friday, so that way you guys can definitely have some things to be looking out for. But to go through the top 25 real fast, just so far as college football real fast, you got number one, Alabama, uh, number two, UGA, number three, Oregon, four, you got Oklahoma still hanging in there in the top five, Iowa, number five, their defense been killing, number six, you got Penn State, I guess they be the SEC team, Auburn of all teams, so now they, now they deserve to move up, but they are undefeated, and you know how much they love Penn State. Number seven, you got Texas A&M, number eight, Cincinnati, number nine, Clemson. Number 10, Ohio State. Number 11, Florida. Notre Dame, number 12. 13, Ole Miss. 14, Iowa State. 15, BYU. 16, Arkansas. 17, Coastal Carolina, who've been balling undefeated right now. Uh, I don't see how they went down one, and Arkansas went up a few, but you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Uh, 18, you got Wisconsin. 19, Michigan. 20, you got Michigan State. 21, uh, you got North Carolina. 22, Fresno State, 23, Auburn, 24, UCLA, 25, Kansas State. So, you know what I'm saying? That's the top 25 right there. I just try to give a brief highlight, like I said, on my college sports, just so we can, you know what I'm saying, you guys can get, you know what I'm saying, a little insight on that. So, but to get to the main subject, the main topic tonight, we're talking about the NFL. And I'm going to try to make sure it's real brief. I know my last episode was a little lengthy. So I'm going to try to make it a little brief tonight. So that way, you know what I'm saying, for my people, they got little things to do. Ain't got time. Ain't got an hour and stuff like that. But, you know, but tonight, uh, I can't help myself sometimes. You know what I'm saying, people? I got to make these comments. Got to educate some folks on some of these things. So try to give that those different types of details. So, you know, at the end of the day, I, I'm I'm not making any promises with the time. All right, football, 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 NFL, like I said, week two, and a lot of things have come with week two. We got some injuries. We got four injuries to quarterbacks, uh, some starting quarterbacks at that, but, you know, we got some replacements, and we're definitely going to be keeping an eye on certain ones, and some others we're definitely going to be, I got some comments to say about some of the others, but we're going to go through these games and stuff like that. To start it off, though, Thursday night, to kick it off, we had the Giants and the Washington uh, football team, uh, which was not a pretty, uh, was not a bad game. I'm, I'm going to say that. It wasn't a bad game. Uh, both quarterbacks did put on a, a, you know what I'm saying, 
a, a great performance so far as trying to win it for their team. My boy Dan, uh, Danny Dimes uh, tried to do his thing. Uh, I don't see, you know what I'm saying, I don't see how. You know, A lot of people say he ain't developing a lot, and, and, but other ways he's starting to use his leg. I'm, th- I'm thinking in a way he's starting to know what works for him. So and I think he might have that figured out in a way, but then again, we 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 some time into it, and I might and I see what other people may be saying just so far as spectators and commentators and stuff like that in the sports world, just so far as their opinions on them. But in this game, the recent game, that Thursday night game, pretty good game between two teams, NFC East. Uh, I'm not sure if they'll be the worst division this year. We had to see though. We had to see a lot of improvements made to certain teams, but like I say, certain people been out. Like you know, the second week that uh, Fitzpatrick was, you know, said officially ruled out before the game. So Heineke took over, and like I say, Heineke played a pretty good game. Uh, 34 for 46, 336 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Uh, I just want to make the comment of you know he. I'm I'm sure the the Washington football team is gonna be making some making some decisions as so far as you know if he have another good game like that passing for 300 yards and you know what I'm saying being able to capitalize and, and get his team to W then maybe they might want to be looking into some things because uh, you know if Fitzpatrick injury is gonna take a little bit longer so you know depending on what's going on with that but you know you know they also gonna make sure we get the news on that and keep it a day-to-day just so far as how his progress and stuff is going but Heineke did play a pretty good game so you might have to watch out might have to watch out Fitzpatrick so uh the Jones 22 for 32 249 yards one touchdown like I say uh Heineke and the Washington football team, the defense was able to step up a little bit more later on in that game, so really was able to capitalize on that, get, be able to get the dub. Uh, so, I'm going to go through a few of these other games, like I say, and try to be a little brief about it, you know what I'm saying, try not to go in too much detail about everything. Of course, I'm going to try to go through some of these quarterback stats and stuff like that, and, and my opinion on certain things. Like I always say, if you always got a comment or something like that about my opinions. I got different social media pages and stuff like that. You can go on and I, I post different questions and stuff about different sports and stuff like that. Also, on my pages, I would love for people to go in there and comment about it. You know what I'm saying? If you feel that whatever I got my opinion on or something like that is far off or something like that, then you give me your reasons why. You know what I'm saying? Also, you know, I have different people on the show and stuff like that also. So, you know. At the end of the day, if you feel like my opinions are biased or you have your, you know what I'm saying, thoughts on certain things I talk about, then feel free to come on to one of my social media pages, No Comp Tenant on uh, Facebook, No Competition, No Competitors on Instagram. If you just type in No Comp, I'm sure you'll be able to find it just just for short. So, But to get into it, I'm going to start it off with the Saints and Panthers game. And I just want to say, Saints, that turnaround from last week to this week was horrible. Uh, Jameis Winston, 11 for 22, 111 yards, two interceptions. Only touchdown they scored in the game was the rushing touchdown from Jameis, and that was scored in the fourth quarter. So big shout-out to the Panthers really doing their thing just so far as on defense, being able to hold it down. J.C. Horn had them an interception, the Rook. Uh, so uh, Sam Darnold. 26 for 38, 305 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. 
But like I say, you know, Panthers defense really showed out in that game. I don't know what was going on with the Saints and their offense, but they 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 did struggle real bad. Uh, Panthers took that one 26-7. The next game I got is Bengals and Bears, where Joe Burrow, I don't know what he was seeing majority of the time on the field because he threw three interceptions. And three each interception was pretty much consecutive. So they came back to back to back on two on three different drives. But they was right after each other. So I don't know what he was seeing out there. Or maybe it was the Bears defense just making it happen. One of the interceptions was, you know what I'm saying, the defensive line was able to get a hand up and bat it down and another line was able to grab it. So, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it's still gonna be counted as an interception in the stats book. Just to go over his stats real fast, 19 for 30, 207 yards, two touchdowns, which came late in the game, one to his boy Jamar Chase again. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking that connection going to be something special throughout the season, I'm sure. The Bengals fans going to hope it's definitely be something special throughout the season. So, uh, But Bears, Dalton started that game off, and you know what I'm saying? I did have a lot of comments last episode just so far as Justin Fields starting and stuff like that. So he did get his opportunity. Dalton did start the game off with an 11-yard pass. Robinson was able to get uh, on the boards early. But Justin Fields uh, and pretty much that defense, I mean, Joe Burrow was was giving away points. So, you know what I'm saying, all Fields pretty much had to do was go in and maintain that game. He was 6 for 13, 60 yards. And he did have one interception where they did blitz him. And... I don't know what he's seen. I think he was more trying to just get the ball out of his hands and he seen the closest receiver to him, so he just threw it. But can't make that type of mistake. At the end of the day, either take the flag, throwing the ball into the ground, or just throw it out towards the sideline or something like that close to somebody. You got to know where your receiver's at. You, but th- th- then again, he came into the game off just an injury to Dalton. So, you know what I'm saying, Bears were still convinced that Dalton is still the guy for them just so far as the starter. But... Like I say, with the um, Fitzpatrick injury, you know what I'm saying, day-to-day, Dalton did suffer a knee injury. So just going to be trying to see what's going on with that, um, just to see what's going on. But then again, like I say, Fields was just thrown into the line of fire at that time just because of an injury. So I think with a full week of him actually getting starter reps and getting prepared for an actual game, then maybe you might see a little bit improvement. But then again, like I say, I'm not a big fan of Ohio State quarterbacks. We might get a few good games out of them here and there, but just so far as career-wise, I ain't had too many to see that makes me change my mind. But the Bears was able to, but Fields was able to, you know what I'm saying, hold off and do his part enough for them to be able to hold out and get the victory. Like I say, Burrow was able to catch fire towards the end of that game, but it was just too late uh, just so far as trying to make something happen. Bears was able to take that one 20 to 17. Uh, the next game I got, I got the Texans and the Browns. Well, boy, Tyrod Taylor did go out with a hamstring injury. Like I said, we had a few quarterbacks go out this past week just so far, and it's only week two. That's crazy. They got one extra game to play this year. Oh, man, it's going to be a long season for some folks. Long, long season. Fans and fans, t- uh, that's teammates, the players themselves, long season. Uh, but... David Mills came in for this game. David Mills uh, was able to throw one touchdown, but overall, David Mills is not the guy. I think uh, the Browns' defense was able to step up on, step up. You know, what I'm saying really confuse them just so far as with look different looks and stuff like that. 
Uh, I think it would have been a much closer game if my boy Tyrod would have still been in the game. Uh, at that time, Texans were did have the lead, and it was going back and forth. And I think the Texans defense was doing a little bit of, a little bit of just on Mayfield out there, but not enough for them to pull out just so far as once the quarterback went out. Uh, David Mills was 10 for 11, 125 for yards, one touchdown. Like I said, Baker Mayfield was able to pull it out out there. Did get injured during that game, but he came out. Uh, I think it was something with his shoulder, but able to pull it out. Like I say, you know what I'm saying? Baker trying to do his thing. All that talent they got on that team ain't no way that they can't do something. But Baker Mayfield just so far, stat-wise, 19 for 21, 213 yards. One touchdown, one interception. The Browns was able to take that one, 31 to 21. Uh, the next game we got, we got the Rams and the Colts. Rams gonna be playing the Buccaneers coming up, so we are gonna see how talented they they really are. I think a real challenge for both teams though. So, uh, but the focus on this Rams and Colts game. Uh, let me go ahead and just start off with Wentz Wentz stats because. What he did in the fourth quarter really blew my mind. Wentz, 20 for 31, 247 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Went out in the fourth quarter. Wentz, you was doing your thing. You was balling. The Rams defense could not stop you. The Rams defense could not stop you at the time. You was hot. Your team was the, 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 the you know what I'm saying, the, the fan, the feeling, the, everything just was going y'all's way just so far as on offense. Now, on defense, they were still struggling, couldn't stop nothing. But your team was rolling on offense. You was finding the openings. You was really figuring it out just so far as how to move in the pocket and stuff like that. I ain't talking about career-wise moving in the pocket and stuff like that, y'all. Don't, don't think I'm saying that he developed better as a quarterback. But he, he figured it out. The offensive coordinator figured it out just so far as who was the open guy, and they were starting to figure this Rams defense out. So, in the fourth quarter, you go out with an ankle injury. Come on, man. You got to – and you on the sideline. It ain't like you in the locker room and they looking at it and you finish the game out in the locker room or something like that. You out on the sideline standing there with your – still fully dressed with a headset on, having having the second-string quarterback come and finish that game, and the first thing he do is throw it right near Jalen Ramsey. Come on. Come on, first off. Come on. Why, why is that the first place you're going to throw it? And if anybody you throw it near, you don't go near five. But at the end of the day, Carson Wentz, you wonder why these coaches and these GMs are suspicious about giving you long-term contracts or or at, at the end of the day, giving you a decent contract because the one you got right now is terrible. But at the end of the day, you got to finish that game out. You got to finish. You got to show the heart right there. Even if even if you own a, a, a terrible contract right now, you still got to, you know what I'm saying, your best way to get a better contract on the, the show teams that, you know what I'm saying, you really here to try to win and really, you know what I'm saying, focused on being a team person. You got to try to win that. You got to show some guts right there. I know it's only week two, but at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, how long are we going to say it's just week this or it's just week that? You know what I'm saying? Showing that you got the will to do something, that that can come in any week at any time. That can come in preseason. That can come at the end of the season. That can be in the offseason. You can show that. But you got to finish that game out. Stafford, 19 for 30, 278 uh, yards, two touchdowns, one interception. The, the interception threw, I don't know, 
who he was throwing to. He overthrew the receiver at that, and it, it just flew right over, and safety was able to get it. But, it, like I say, still put it in the stats book. The Rams was able to take that one. 27-24, to 24, defense was able to get the stop. Like I say, Rams were able to get that pick at the end of the game uh, with, like, just a minute left. Uh, but offense didn't come out and do much. Wasn't able to get back off the, you know what I'm saying, put no points or nothing up, so they kicked it back off. About 40-something seconds left, but wasn't much to do with the time left. Uh, the next game I got, we got the Bills and the Dolphins, and the Bills just dominated that game. Uh, and that was on defense, and that was on offense. It was just a massacre first. Of course, Tua, one of the other quarterbacks, like I say, we did have some injuries with quarterbacks, went out with a rib injury. Uh, like I say, this day-to-day, so far as all the other quarterbacks that we do have our injury reports on. But just to go over some stats real fast, you had Allen, who was 17 for 33, 179 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Of course, you know, the boy Xavier Howard had to get him one on that defense. I don't know why Allen was even trying trying, trying the guy. So, you know what I'm saying, definitely it didn't turn out in his favor. But with the loss of two within the game, you had Jacoby Brissett come in and finish that game out. I am a Jacoby Brissett fan, just so far as not like a super fan. Like, as if you go to this team, I'm going to that team. Not like that. I'm just, you know, you can be a fan of certain players and stuff. Like, because you just like the way they play. Or at least you just like their potential in certain ways. I do think he got a potential to be a great quarterback if given the opportunity to be on a team for a certain amount of time and learn under a team and stuff like that. I know he's not too exciting just so far as to watch, but when it comes to efficiency and, you know what I'm getting wins, he definitely had the coach rolling the right way the year he they had placed him as the quarterback. But Reset finished out the game 24 for 40, 169 yards, one interception. The Dolphins were, were not able to put any points up on the board at all. This was with both quarterbacks. So you got to question that creativity just so far as with the offensive coordinator. What is going on? Dolphins 35-0. to zero. Of course, they did play, you know what I'm saying, Patriots with a rookie quarterback the first week. So maybe, you know, maybe that says a lot. But the next game we're talking about, we got the Patriots and the Jets where, you know, Mac Jones came out there and that defense really helped him do his thing. But Mac Jones, number 22 for 30, 186. Just so far as his yards, no touchdowns. Uh, but like I say, defensively and running, they was killing it with the run game. Uh, of course, they had one of the best highlights of the week. Just so far, maybe one of the highlights of the decade with their running back where he broke like five, six tackles to get in the end zone. But the run game was doing real well. Also, like I say, Zach Wilson was just giving the ball away on defense. I'm going to go over Wilson's number. He was 19. For 33, 210 yards, four interceptions. Four interceptions. That's crazy. Uh, of course, you know, anytime the Patriots defense play a young quarterback, that's definitely going to be one of the greatest tests that you're going to go against because you know they're definitely going to send that blitz at you and they're going to send it all different types of ways. That's definitely what was going on, and they were definitely hiding a bunch of coverages and stuff like that. But like I say, when you play Bill Belichick, especially as a rookie, you better be ready because he's going to come at you with a million different things to test to see your test your IQ, IQ testing your physical ability, mental ability at that. That Patriots defense definitely going to test whatever you're about. 
just so far. But like I say, defense definitely took over that game, helped put the offense in a lot of situations just so far as put points up on the board. Patriots was able to take that one 25-6. The next game, we got the 49ers and Eagles. Well, the Eagles just had a crazy turnaround just so far as that Atlanta game where they were able to score at will. Um, of course, Atlanta's defense is crazy suspect, probably ranked in the top five worst in this season, I'm sure of it. Uh, 49ers, uh, you had Garoppolo able to take – 49ers able to start games off hot, like I say, but Shanahan just has this issue with finishing games out when they have the lead. Uh, the Eagles almost had the opportunity to come back and make something happen. Uh, but then again, what can you do? And I'm speaking on the 49ers behalf. What can you do when you when you have three different running backs running in the game? And you got to because everybody keeps getting hurt. You got a running back go out. You already got moisture out. You had your, your rookie running back go out. You send your other rookie running back. He gets hurt within two plays. So then your other running back has to come out. Ah, it's just crazy. You got this guy. You got that guy. You know what I'm saying? Anybody who anybody, they're going to be picking up all type of running backs throughout uh, throughout the season. But luckily they got, you know what I'm saying, Garoppolo, who's been playing pretty well. He was 22 for 30. 189 yards, one touchdown. You got Debo Samuel, who's been pretty much doing well just so far. Being in open spaces and his yards after the catch has been crazy. Uh, Hurts, his numbers, he was 12 for 23, 190 yards, uh, one rushing touchdown. Like I said, I think the 49ers uh, rush, well, front. Front four, just so far as D linemen, D tackles, and stuff like that, was able to give a little bit of pressure on Hurts where he was moving around. I think he was moving around too much, and I think the Eagles really strayed away from that run game that was killing Atlanta. So, and like I say, when you got certain certain quarterbacks aren't meant to mm, control a game majority of the game, and when I say that, I mean it's not a lot of quarterbacks right now in the league aren't meant to be able to have the ball in their hands and they make the decision of, you know what I'm saying, of what to do every time they're on offense. I think the run game really is important for a lot of quarterbacks, and I think the run game working is really important. And when it's not working, that can be a real disaster for a lot of people. So in his case, I think when the Eagles became focused on trying to make a comeback and stuff like that, they put it more in his hands. And like I say, I think a lot of quarterbacks just – Aren't meant to be in that situation just so far as where they need to control the game with their arms. Uh, so the 49ers was able to take that one to capitalize, but was almost gave that thing away. They almost did. Uh, able to capitalize, though, 17 to 11. The next game we got, we got the Steelers and the Raiders. Steelers, uh, Big Ben keep thinking he could throw all these interceptions, and they're not going to cost him. And he's just going to find a way to wheel and, and come back. But the Steelers and that defense was able to make it happen. Able to hold them off. And where the Raiders, the Raiders, let me let me rephrase it, the Raiders, Las Vegas was able to hold off and, you know what I'm saying, make it happen. Derek Carr, who, you know what I'm saying, who two and oh right now. We gotta we gotta give my boy Carr some prep, some rocks, some you know what I'm saying? Give my boy some rep now. He he doing his thing. Uh twenty eight for thirty seven, three hundred and eighty two yards, two touchdowns. He done got them two good receivers he can rely on. They got uh Jacoby Jacobs in there at their running back. So he, hey, you got to watch out for the Raiders, man. You know that defense, you know John Gruden defense going to come to play. That's one thing you can, can get Gruden about. He's going he gonna to put some pieces together for a defense. It's just always, he, you know what I'm saying, the offense, he always struggles. Even time, even when he won the Super Bowl, you know, offense was a little bit suspect. We ain't going to 
when you go in front on him. When he went to the Super Bowl last time with the Raiders, offense was a little bit suspect. So, uh, but Roethlisberger, like I say, too many mistakes on offense. Uh, I'm not going front. The uh, rookie running back was going crazy just so far, stiff-arming people, making dives into the end zone. But just so far as Roethlisberger's number is 27 for 40, 295, one touchdown, one interception. Like I say, Raiders was able to hold out on that one. You know what I'm saying? Defense really did their thing. Steelers had to make an attempt to just try to come back once again late in the game, but weren't able to do so because, like I say, my boy Carl was out there capitalizing. Uh, Raiders took that game 26 to 17. 26 to 17. Uh, the next game we got the Vikings and Cardinals, where you had Kirk Cousins, who I hear owing to to younger quarterbacks than himself. And he I hear the hundred million dollar man. I gotta make that comment. I got I got to. I got to. I'm sorry, Vikings fans, but I know some of y'all are thinking that too. I know some of y'all got that on your mind. Like this man I got a hundred million dollars and he ain't did nothing, ain't won nothing, and he the one start he the one set the trend for a hundred million. So, you know what I'm saying? You thought he'd have won two Super Bowls by now. Tom Brady's still winning. But just to go over his stats real fast, he was 22 for 32, 244 yards. I can't really – listen, I'm not even really blaming Cousins for this loss, but I got to blame him. He did somewhat of his job because he did have 244 yards, three touchdowns. He was doing his thing. And, and Dalvin Cook is ridiculous. 22 carries, 131 yards. So, you know what I'm saying? You definitely got a quarterback. The offense should be balanced out, should be balling. And they was. You know what I'm saying? When you score 33 points, you you definitely doing your thing in the game. But at the end of the day, kicker missed the field goal. I know it sucks to be able to still put your team in that position. And, you know what I'm saying, it has to be up to the field goal kicker. So that's why I say, that's why I still throw my little shot at Kirk Cousins. If 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 you if you a quarterback and it got to come down to the kicker and not a – Y'all scoring a touchdown off the bat because you just made a tremendous drive. I don't watch Tom Brady make a thousand. So, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it's on you too. So, but the kicker did miss that field goal, crushing loss, I'm sure, to the, to those guys. But Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, two interceptions. But when that boy, when Kyler Murray started moving around, uh, it, it it's dangerous because then you got two veteran court, uh, two veteran receivers. And each week, somebody else going off. You had Kirk going off last week. This week, you had the rookie going off for him. So, But once he move around, it's, you got to watch out. Just to go over his stats real fast, 29 for 36, 400 yards, three touchdowns. Like I said, he did throw two interceptions. But if, when you're throwing the ball that much, you, you're going to make some mistakes. And But some of his mistakes, it, it was kind of iffy because you were wondering why he was trying to make certain throws and this and that. But like I say, uh both defenses, you got to question it. I was wondering, like, I was hoping that I was going to see Chandler Jones come out there and get five more sacks. But he was able to get some pressure and stuff like that. But then again, when you got a balanced uh, run game, like I spoke on about, you know what I'm saying, certain teams in uh, my, the last episode last week, when you got a balanced run game, you know what I'm saying, it really confuses the defense and then it gives them a lot more to look at. So, um, Cardinals was able to hold out. Of course, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, with the field goal miss, they did come back in that game, but the field goal miss kept them up by one. They was able to take that game 34-33. to 33. Next game we got 
Uh, we got the Falcons versus the defending Super Bowl champs. Uh, and like I say, um, well, I spoke on it at first, you know, uh, Tampa Bay defending Super Bowl champs. I'm going to mention it, you know, so certain people, that I'm sure a lot of certain people, certain people that I usually have on the show also going to make sure I, I say that too. But uh, Tom Brady, just go over his stats real fast. 24 for 36, 276 yards, five touchdowns. Uh, really went off out there in Atlanta. It seemed like during uh, a- after the second quarter, they kind of started trying to coast after they went up a little bit, but and allow Atlanta to get back and work themselves back in the game. A lot of that is up to the defense also. But uh, Matt Ryan, just go over his numbers. Uh, 35 for 46, 300 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. Um, and there's two interceptions at the end of the game. was very costly because it could have, you know what I'm saying, gave us a chance. Team a chance in that time. Y'all were still within range uh, to make something happen within that game. But, you know, three interceptions was just costly. Uh, I'm starting to, like, you know what I'm saying, I always have my comments just so far as Atlanta and what their future going to be like and what they thinking about just as far as their future. But um, when you're Tom Brady and you got all those weapons at receiver and when you the Falcons and you got one of the worst defenses, what can you do? Uh, of course, you know what I'm saying, my boy Kadal Patterson did his thing out there in the game, had a few tubs out there, had two of them, I believe. So, you know what I'm saying, when he's doing his thing out there. So we got to give a shout-out to the to the home hometown guy. So, uh, but Buccaneers able to take that one, 48 to 25, over the Falcons. The next game we got, we got the Chargers and the Cowboys. With the Cowboys, ooh, ooh, them Cowboys, they 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 snuck by. You snuck by Cowboys. You snuck it. I'ma say that y'all definitely snuck by. You definitely did that. Um, Chargers had two touchdowns called back. I don't know what they was doing so far. Alignment, assignment. Come on now. Come on, Chargers. Gave away two of them. But when you, you give Dak Prescott that much time, give him opportunity to try to make a drive at the end of the game, he, he usually tends to make something happen. So um, Prescott numbers 23 for 27, 237 yards. He did have one interception. Uh, Zeke and Pollard was, was pretty much going crazy that game just as far as on the ground. Uh, Herbert was 31 for 41, 338 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Uh, like I say, the Cowboys defense, they was allowing them boys to move. But when it was time to stop them, I'm, I say I guess they got to stop. But most of all, the flags really stopped themselves. The flags really stopped them because I don't know what the, some of those penalties they were getting was just was crazy. Uh, the holding call, I mean, you don't want to give up a sack. But then again, it's it's crazy. Uh, Dallas able to, like I say, Prescott was able to drive the ball down the field. Dallas able to get that field goal winning. You know what I'm saying? So, 2017, Dallas was able to take that one. You know, Dallas right now one and one. Like I say, maybe the NFC East won't be, you know what I'm saying, the least this year. Maybe it'll look a little bit better. Maybe it'll be a little competitive this year. Uh, Chargers right now one and one also. So. You know, uh, Dallas was able to take that win, especially not being at home. The next game we got the Titans-Seahawks game, and if you didn't check that game out, I don't know what you was watching. 
because that was a game to see. Uh, Russell Wilson, just go over his stats, 22 for 31, 343 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, and you know, I said one of, one of the most interesting people to watch when when you talk about football, when you talk about Wilson, uh, Tannehill, twenty seven for forty, three hundred forty seven yards, no passing touchdowns, but they was killing it on the ground. Just so far as with my boy Derrick Henry, uh, one eighty two and three touchdowns. Derrick Henry uh, last week. I feel like the Titans just went away from keeping the ball in his hands. You know, a lot of times when you continue to give that kid the ball, you know, people start to quit just so far as when they efforts and physically and mentally when it comes to having to continuously tackle him, especially when he gets it going just so far as a full head of steam. I'm sure a lot of people just so far as once he gets to that second level are going to be trying to do a lot of wrapping rolls. And what I mean by that, I mean we'll try to go for ankles and go for knees just so far as when he's trying to tackle him. So his chances of breaking a long win once he get past that second level of linebackers, I'm sure, is open. But game went into overtime. Like I said, if you weren't able to check it out, it was crazy. You had a penalty here that almost changed the whole game. You had a penalty there that almost changed the whole game. Uh, overtime was crazy. Uh, a lot of stops, a lot of back and forth in this game. Bobby Wagner is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Just so far as the linebacker position, man, that dude right there, hey, to be able to play at a high level with longevity, mind you, of some of the greater linebackers like Ray Lewis and those guys and stuff like that. So, But Titans were able to pull it off 33-30 to over the Seahawks. Uh, the next game we got, we had our Monday night game. And a very exciting game if you didn't catch it out. If you didn't watch it, if you didn't catch it, it was it was it was something spectacular. You had Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson. And if you didn't expect that one to be a great game, then you know what I'm saying, you might need to raise your expectations. But uh Jackson Lamar eighteen for twenty six, two hundred and thirty nine yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, Lamar Jackson led the team in rushing, which was 107 yards and two rushing touchdowns. So, Lamar, a lot of the offense, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but, you know what I'm saying? I think he did a lot of keeping his eyes down the field this game. Though he did have 107 yards, I think majority of the times he did have those yards, it came off a quarterback design to run play. So, you know what I'm saying? I think he was meant for him to have the ball in his hands at those times he did run. Or it was an opportunity for him to make an actual big play for his team. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I really, you know what I'm saying, enjoyed the opportunity to see that so far in his game because, like I say, I think that if his, his receivers start learning to keep moving and make plays, and you know what I'm saying, I think that, you know what I'm saying, it'll give him an opportunity to put his body in less danger when it comes to just moving around and getting outside that pocket. Uh, Mahomes, of course, you know, going to do his thing when it comes when him and Tyreek Hill, uh, Pringle and the guys, they got a lot of small receivers that can fly. Uh, but just as far as his stats, 24 for 31, 343 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Uh, but it was crazy because it's almost like it was no defense in this game. And for the score to be 35 to 36, you literally see that there was no defense in this game. Uh, they had, Ravens had 
Ray Lewis come out and start the game. I made a comment on one of my social media pages that he was the only defensive player at the stadium because at the time I couldn't find none on defense. They were able to get the, the stop late, uh, but, you know, so it came, unfortunately, from Hilaire's fumble where Lamar was able to get back on the ball and keep the ball out of their hands and able to win that game. Like I say, Ravens was able to take that one 36 to 35. Uh, but, like I say, interesting game. If you didn't catch it, uh, it was crazy, crazy, crazy game. Crazy game. Actually, you know what I'm saying? But you did also have the Lions and Packers game. Aaron Rodgers with the comeback. You know what I'm saying? He said, whoever wasn't feeling them week one. I, you you best to change your mind now. So, but Jared Goff fooled a lot of us in that game also. Uh, Goff, 26 for 36, 246 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. No offense in the second half. I had I got to mention that because scored 17 points in the first. No no offense. Literally, literally no offense in the second half. It's like Green Bay figured out what they was trying to do, took away all the short stuff, took away, you know what I'm saying, that they kept want to have only half sites for the tight end because, you know, Jerry Goff definitely loves and enjoy throwing it the ball, throwing it to the middle of the field. So and you know what I'm saying, he's a he's a tick for tack guy, so running back Running back, inside, slants, uh, short posts, anything like that. Look, curl routes. He, he definitely going to take those. Uh, but to not have anything going in that second half is crazy. They did have some good runs in the first half that assisted him. But once again, like I was spoke on, so far as certain quarterbacks, you cannot allow them to try to finish games with the ball being in their hands. Jared Goff is also one of those quarterbacks that you cannot allow to do that. Uh, if the play action is not working, then it is just not working for Jared Goff. Uh, it'd be the same case as when defenses play older quarterbacks. Just just bring all the pressure up. You know what I'm saying? Like they was doing Drew Brees late in his late few years. They know he wasn't getting the ball down the field. So just bring the pressure up a little bit more. So that way, you know what I'm saying, force him to throw the ball down the field, make him uncomfortable, bring some a little bit more pressure. It seems like he would just be confused when defenses bring certain pressures and stuff like that. So uh, if I think they make that change, if he don't change up the way, you know what I'm saying, he he see his eyesight, then, you know what I'm saying, it's going it's gonna to be real hectic for him. But he get an opportunity to be somewhere else, especially in Detroit. But like I say, it was an interesting game in the first half, but after that, Aaron Rodgers just – Took over Rogers' numbers. He was 22 for 27, 255 yards, four touchdowns. He was he was out there throwing it around, getting it to his main receivers, getting it to his second receivers, third receivers, tight ends, just whoever needed the ball at the time. Uh, but Aaron Jones also was a big part of the offense with one rushing touchdown, three receiving touchdowns. So total, Aaron Jones had four touchdowns in that game. So he definitely was a major part of that offense just so far as getting in the end zone and stuff like that. I think Green Bay, it helped Green Bay just so far as when they got in the red zone, they definitely put it in Aaron Jones' hands a little bit more, just like small lit throws and handed it off and stuff like that. So I think that definitely helped out a lot just so far as in the red zone and stuff like that. But like I say, you know what I'm saying, I was just going to try to go over a lot of these games just a little briefly, just give my little opinion about certain things, this and that. Like I say, we got 
certain quarterbacks out right now. They're going to be doing some. They do updates day to day so far as uh, different websites. Like I said, ESPN, Yahoo Sports. That's where I do get a lot of my information and stuff like that. Uh, pro football focus, uh, a lot of different sources, just watching the games and stuff myself. So, you know, but like I say, they do do the updates um, each week just so far as how each quarterback will be doing. But like I say, at the moment, you might have some people that's going to get the opportunity to make make they play stick just so far as Heineke, I may think, Brissett. Uh, but then again, we all do know the Dolphins and their pursuit to uh, Deshaun Watson is just ridiculous. So I'm sure no matter who they put in there, they're just still waiting on all that stuff to clear up. But like I spoke on Heineke, his opportunity is great so far as he continues to develop and start learning. But he already knows McLaren is his guy. So, you know what I'm saying? He already learned that for a fact. So he gets that opportunity. Like I say, Justin Fields gets his chance to really prepare for a full week of football, prepare for a full team, take the starting snaps and stuff like that. We got a lot of stuff going on, man. Week three, week three going to be crazy. You know what I'm saying? Week three is going to be hectic. You know what I'm saying? Going to be a lot of people hurt and stuff like that. But, you know what I'm saying? Week three starts off tomorrow, actually, at 820, you know what I'm saying, with our Thursday night game. We got the Panthers and the Texans, so that's going to be exciting. I'm hoping that my boy Tyrod get the chance to come back and play. I do not. I'm trusting. I do not want to see Mills in that game, finishing that game out for my boy. So, uh, just to give that the Texans a competitive aspect to the game, just so far as my boy Tyrod take. Now, also, I want to see if the, what kind of team the Panthers really are, and it's going to give them opportunity for a real test. Just if my boy, if my boy playing. Now, if we got David Mills in there playing, then I don't know what it's going to look like. But if my boy in there, ex-Virginia Tech Hokie, you know what I'm saying? My Hokie boys took an L last week, so I'm still a little bit upset about that. But like I say, my ex-Hokie, if he playing, I give my boys a good chance, like I say. But you know what I'm saying? Week 3 kickoff tomorrow, 8 o'clock. That was pretty much the show right there. Friday, I'm like I said, I'll be talking about college football a little bit more. I'm trying to go over some more, shine a little bit of light on some of my lady sports, you know, uh, basketball, just so far as what's going on in WNBA right now. They are getting close to about championship time, so it's about that time. It's about that time for my ladies. So if you ain't been watching it, you best best pay attention. Uh, but outside of that, you know what I'm saying, that's pretty much the show. I want to thank all of those who are out there listening and supporting this No Competition, No Competitive Movements. We're trying to bring some big things to the world. Reach everyone we can with this health wellness, with the health wellness segment. The world has already woke up to waking up to better eating habits. We are trying to help keep it inexpensive and keep you consistent. And like always, I want to thank all of those who are supporting, supporting the No Competition, No Competitive Movements through merchandise and stuff like that. Uh, through, you know what I'm saying, just so far support with just the follows and stuff like that, making sure they're checking out each show, making sure they're spreading the word just so far as about the shows. And as always, I want to thank all of you that's doing so and thank any new new people that's coming to listen. So just to stick around and listen out because I got a lot more things coming to you guys, a lot of new episodes, a lot more information so far as the health blood and segments. So don't, don't, don't think that I'll slacking on any of that. I've been reading, I've been doing, collecting a lot of information. Anytime I 
you know what I'm saying, don't have certain aspects to shows and stuff like that is because I'm really trying to get certain information out on the sports or the other reason I'm collecting a lot of information on a certain, you know what I'm saying, subject. And I'm definitely trying to get you guys all the information you need on that su- on so subject. So I want to thank everyone again. And like always, keep continue to spread the news so that way we can make this No Comp Podcast number one on Podomatic. Yeah.